Welcome to Married AF. We are your hosts, Brooke and Randall Fowler. On this show, we discuss the topics that really matter. Like big veiny cocks and our favorite TV shows. So pull up a chair at our kitchen table and hang out. While I bulldog my nuts. <laughs> oh, Randy, though, you got down. Okay. How, how much does that turn you? Settle down. <laughs> you love some Uncle Randy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I love you. Yeah, Uncle Randy makes you violently angry. Mostly because you wear sunglasses inside all the time and at night, and I want to strike you. You're welcome. You got us going? Yes, sir. Oh, cool. All right. Well, shit, we're live. <laughs> Everywhere. Everywhere, goddamn. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, don't know this episode number. It's in the 90s. 91. 91. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty damn awesome. Yep. I don't know why I love that one so much, but I do, goddamn. <laughs> Stop it. I got a few uh, housekeeping items here to uh, discuss. Uh, first and foremost, um, had a couple of uh, announcements today on the Civilized Creatures Network. Uh, two, two new huge announcements. We brought, uh, we got the Untrained Eye. So two new shows have joined the Civilized Creatures already kick-ass lineup. Yeah, absolutely. And we could not be more thrilled I still can't believe that they're willing to hang out with us. Uh, They shouldn't, but I'm glad that they are. Well, don't say that. It's fine. They're (laughs) fucked now. Now they look like pricks if they back out of it. So they know. Um, So first we have the Untrained Eye with DJ and Beth. They're great. Fucking love them. Um, And welcome to my show with Michelle. Yeah, and we just so you know... Everyone here has heard us talk about both of these mm-hmm. shows before they join the network. Yep. These aren't like now we li- now we like them because they've joined. <laughs> That's bullshit. We've been fans for a while. Um, still pretty shocked that they're willing to uh, be down with us. So yeah, we're gonna do uh, hopefully an announcement soon on the creatures page. Uh, we'll have them on and do a quick introduction, say hello to everybody, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot um, of cool shit to possibly do in the future goddamn yeah so shout out quickly to the other shows on our civilized creatures network we got drinks with larry yep with uh john uh, buchanis now john buchanis a- is now part of that crew and we've got conversation x what's in your hometown yep eight bit closed fist <laughs> uh and who are the last two baby picks and bones my man Eric got down. Yep. And, and uh, Bearded Dad. Yep. And are that's we it. leaving one out nope. or is that everybody? That's it. Beautiful. Well, that's it. And uh, so now Untrained Eye and welcome to my show. May I add them to yeah. the list on here? Yeah. So we're full, goddamn. We're not uh, We're not interested. Everybody can quit uh, blasting us, all right? We're full for a while. We like <laughs> this. Um, we don't want to get over uh, saturated. And we got so much cool shit with the versatility of shows now. Uh, that we can do so i'm gonna pour us a nasty ass shot and uh, i decided to name this the garbage kitchen uh in honor of michelle joining and her show if y'all don't know what that is check out her show and you'll know 
Her show, Welcome to My Show. Yep, and the, gar- the Garbage Kitchen. You'll figure it out once you start listening. Yeah, and uh, apparently I'm going to be... Hopefully. ...on a Garbage Kitchen thing yeah, if soon. Yeah, if that sounds fun. comes to fruition, how... Uh, Would we get to do it, like, in the kitchen? I don't know. That's up to Michelle. She's the... She's the mastermind behind it, but we're okay. thinking we could maybe convert that into some kind of a video show that, mm-hmm. you know, she's so funny. She'll she'll figure out how she likes it. Yep. Cheers to uh, cheers. Don Trained Eye and uh, to Welcome to My Show, Goddamn. Yeah. That's a good shot, Goddamn. Doesn't bother me a bit, son. It scares me because it's clear. <laughs> yeah, like, it's good. I'm like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. What is this? That's the Ric Flair for you. Uh, a couple of other uh, announcements, uh, goddamn. I'm going to say that all night. Stop it. I new, quit. Uh, new sponsor here, Get Wax. This is the uh, the Cadillac of your personal lubricants, all right? Very fancy, out of New York, uh, water-based, lube up your balls, butthole, whatever you want. It is, it is good for sex with a partner or by yourself. What's the difference between the one in the black bottle and the one in the white bottle? I think the black bottle is if you want to look fancier, like on your nightstand, maybe it's uh, lotion. What? Show it on your camera. So you got the... It's sleek and looks pretty awesome. Yeah. We will give it a try tonight, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> you do not have to have a partner for usage. I uh, do like the way the bottle looks, though. It looks nice. Yeah, they're they're definitely more sleeker. Uh, we're waiting on our promo code for them. It should be uh, any day, but uh, and we'll give you feedback as soon as. But we yeah, know. you can also it. go check it out at getwax.com. Yeah. Um, give them a look, see, and then our other new sponsor is Vital Tattoo Care. I think we talked about it for a second with. It was a couple episodes ago when we were announcing the under zips and effing gear which here's my hat that we or it's actually me and randall share this hat but i had to change the size of it for it to fit my head good um yeah it was like a couple weeks ago when we were talking about the under zips and effing gear we mentioned vital tattoo care but we just got our uh samples today and put them in the fridge because they it gets melty in the summer getting shipped here so a little card i'll read the promo for you so we put it in the fridge. We can't wait to use it. And you can uh, also get 10% off with our code MARRIEDAF10 at Get Vital. Wait, no, wait. It's not Get. It's just VitalTattooCare.com. Yep. My bad. I was and uh, there's no lanolin, alcohol, parabens, mineral oil, synthetic fragrances, wheat, grain, gluten, or dyes in this shit. They're made to order. So your shit's never going to be on a shelf waiting. Um, it's going to be made as soon as you order it and ship directly to you. Putting it in the fridge does help preserve it. I'm going to put some on tonight after masturbation, and I'm going to see how it does with my tattoos. I will let you all know uh, as soon as I get a review, but I expect it to be glorious, goddamn. Mm-hmm. And uh, so pay... Uh, yeah, and AJ is who sent it. She's very nice. Yeah, we... Uh, Thanks, AJ. We, she's the shiz tits. It's funny that we got both of the wax and the vital tattoo cream today. Yeah, they knew it was masturbation night. <laughs> Clearly. Oh, they, it they is. So sense. I'm just going to bed. Cool. <laughs> well, goddamn. Sounds you good. You don't have to. You can watch. Um, so what you talked about the effing gear, right? Did you give our promo codes on that? 
I did not. I can. Effinggear.com, uh, Married AF is the promo code, and you'll get 10% off. You can get a sweet hat like I have or other stuff. I also got a sticker for the back of my computer, um, but it's awesome. Their stuff is awesome. They got shirts, shirts and hats. hats. All kind of cool shit. Underzips, of course. Michael and Oliver love those guys. That is, they are the reason you support small business in America. Goddamn. Uh, they give a dollar off every pair of draws that you buy goes to uh, Folds of Honor charity, uh, which helps provide scholarships to the children or spouses of uh, our fallen heroes. So you can't beat that. Those guys are great. And underwear are the shit. I've worn mine as soon as they were clean every day since I got them. And little pockets are cool, but doesn't even matter. They're still comfortable as shit. They got the nice ball bag satchel in the front. Very comfortable. Yeah, the material feels like, not like bathing suit material, but mm-hmm. like that like thin, stretchy, like you can tell it's like that, almost like that Under Armour stuff, that cooling, wicking stuff. Oh, for sure. I have to take those off. Thank you, because I'm, yeah. Um, but yeah, they just, they feel like they would be super comfortable. They don't make any for ladies yet. No, as not yet. I, I think that they're going to, you know, they want to sell some of these. It's just two guys, you know, if we, they, they're brand new. I mean, they started out and I sought them out just because of the cool ass idea mm-hmm. and the story behind the company. Uh, the fact they said yes is surprising, but I really wish, you know, if anybody was going to do anything, guys, if you need a pair of draws, just try a pair of underzips before you go and spend your. 25 or $30 on another brand. Try one pair of underzips. Do Uncle Randy a favor and try them. You can use our promo code or you don't have to. It's Randy. Isn't it Uncle Randy? It's Randy. Randy. Uh, save the 10%, but even if you don't want to do that, I just want you to buy them. So. Yes, code Randy at underzips.com. We'll get you 10% off. And yeah, and then Married AF for effing gear, which is E for effing gear. It's E F F I N G. G-E-A-R. Yeah, and uh, last night I did uh, a show with uh, Joe B. I saw he's in the chat from Any Podcast Will Do. Uh, me and him did a little 30-minute MMA show. It was uh, awesome. I don't know when he's going to put up the audio. I'm sure soon. Uh, but check it out. I had a blast doing that. Uh, he's the only guy I know that'll go toe-to-toe with me and talk MMA and not get bored out of their mind. <laughs> I love it. All right, a quick announcement on Podcast of the Roundtable. We are having the semifinal on August 29th, Mm. Thursday, August 29th at 9 o'clock. We have procured a judge. Um, It is, if any of you are familiar with the Drinking Bros podcast, uh, it's an awesome podcast. Uh, Dan Holloway is one of the hosts. Uh, He is a champion, and I love the guy. He's fucking hilarious. He's a great podcaster. Uh, they've got a pretty huge following, but he's just a cool-ass dude, uh, so get to know him. He's going to be the judge. Uh, he's happy to do it, and that will be who is deciding our first finalist between uh, Jody B., uh, Dave, who's in the chat. Hello, Dave. Uh, good luck to you, sir, and Chris Wudski, and uh, my lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave. Don't think Sugar I didn't. Tits. Don't think I didn't catch your shade in the chat the other day, though, where you said you look 
forward to coming in third. Who I saw that day that was I a mistake. I saw that. I saw that too. I was like, <laughs> I hope Brooke doesn't see that. I'm not going to say anything no, about I it. Did. I hope she glosses over it. I started typing a few things and I was like, no, I'm not going to. You guys are underestimating the female because you're all sexist, clearly. <laughs> you all hate women. Uh, <laughs> and I, you know. I was just going to jab back a little bit, but then I was like, no, I love Dave, but I'm coming for you, sir. (laughs) I think it's going to be a great battle. I can't wait to see who comes out of that, and I'm so glad it's out of my hands. I have nothing to do with it. Uh, Questions are going to be good. I'm not going to tell you shit about what they might be, so prepare yourselves. It's a bunch uh, of rascals in this semifinal, so it could be anything. I don't know if y'all saw Jody B's uh, tweet today with his Stone Cold uh, impression, but it was fucking spot on. And he said that uh, Stone Cold is coming on the podcast, so I don't know if he's coming in as Stone Cold, but his impression is spot on. Wait, that video you were watching earlier was Jody? Yes. It's incredible. What? The dude can do so many voices. He's a talented fucker. No, I was just like, in the room doing shit and I heard you listening to a video about like somebody drinking beer. Hey, Ariana. Sorry, go ahead, babe. Didn't Were you listening to yes, me? Yes, yes, I'm listening to you. So the one where it was Stone Cold sounded like he was saying, let me see how he drinks beer. No, no, that was Stone Cold. That was okay. two different things. But okay. if you watch Jody's, Then I it's didn't hear same. Jody's. It's okay. perfect. So I don't know if he's coming like that, but we'll see. You know, we got... Uh, That'll be entertaining. Look at old uh, Aaron here. Aaron, you back from vacation, sir? Aaron from Drinks with Larry, oh, a powerful A.A. Ron. He was in Mexico petting sharks and shit. <clears throat> Crazy bastard was swimming with sharks. It was a nerf shark, baby. It's Matters not to me, but I know you would probably love that. I would but. be all over it. You'd be on the beach like, hey, babe. I'm <laughs> 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 um, taking pictures. <laughs> now, and I want to get this question out of the way because I got it like 50 times today because we opened it up for questions for this episode. Everybody asking about... Um, either Uncle Randy's thoughts on the politics behind the mass shootings or mine and Brooke's opinions on it. And, I'm t- and I've told you guys before, I'm going to say it again. Old Randy would dive right into this and upset half of my friends. I'm not going to do it anymore. I learned my lesson. I don't want to hurt my, the people that I love. I don't want to be rude. And um, I don't want to talk about that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, that's what I'm I, saying. It's not, and, and honestly. I, not disrespecting anything. I just, I don't want to get into that kind of thing. There's plenty of other people that are sure more qualified and it's being talked about ad nauseum. And ad nauseum. It's awful <clears throat> and it sucks. And it, Yeah, the only thing ugh. that I'll say is that it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I feel terrible for the people, the victims, families and all that. And there's room for a discussion. That's that's all I can say. I hope that something yes. uh, can be done and uh, some things can get squared away. But as far as the politics of it, I'm out of that shit. No. Man. Old Randy would be all over it. Half of you would hate me. Yeah. Never going to do that now. Learn my lesson, goddamn. That's one thing Uncle Randy preaches. You learn your lessons, okay. goddamn. Okay, okay, okay. Um. Hey, hey. <laughs> goddamn. Can you tell how much she's over, Uncle Randy? It gets worse every day. I'm like... Tone it the fuck down <laughs> now. When I start getting all over Gunner like that, and then he gets all over Brooke as Uncle Randy. Y'all saw the picture, right, of him as Uncle Randy? He's a solid Uncle Randy. Oh, he is a genuine rascal. He's <laughs> yeah. all about, I mean, he was, 
he couldn't wait to get a chain just like daddy. And what's funny is that like, well, uh, with the medallion and stuff. And we had that, we had his little star made for him basically the day after you made your uncle Randy one, but we didn't have enough of like, or I didn't think we had enough of like real diamonds. Well, it took a couple days to get like the letters, right? Yeah. The real diamonds is what Gunner said. Mm -hmm. Um, So Randall ended up getting him the right letters and stuff. And then, I couldn't find enough of the little connector things to actually hook it onto his chain. And he just had like one of them that hooked on. And so Gunner kept telling me that there was another one. And I'm like, baby, I don't, daddy has to go back to the store. I don't know. And then the other day he just pulled it out of like some box he had downstairs. He's like, I told you mommy. So then it was on and we had to take pictures of both of the, uh, uncle Randy's. Yeah. Aaron, had a great question here. I want to get to that. I will let you answer first. What's the craziest animal you've ever seen in person? Craziest animal I've ever seen in person? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I've been to shitload of zoos and aquariums and so... I'm going to add a caveat. In the wild... Oh, in the wild. I mean, (laughs) the fucking (laughs) possums that used to fight on the top of the power lines by my house in Louisiana. Those things are scary. What about those fucking possums that we saw at Breckenridge in the sewer that night? Oh, my God. That, like, hissed at us when we were walking to go get some dinner. Yeah, there was one in our driveway at our old house, remember? That, like, hissed at us? Yeah, but Huge that one, one. those ones at Breckenridge were like, bitch, this is our turn. Oh, yeah. Um, I've also seen, um, like, in the wild, <laughs> uh, I mean, when I lived in Louisiana, those big-ass nutri-rats. I've never seen one of those. I would cry They're, like a little girl. They can <sighs> be pretty horrifying. Yeah, they get pretty giant. Um, but... I mean, in Mexico, I saw an iguana just walking around, which is crazy because those are like pets, you know? Oh, for sure. But then to see one just like hanging out in a tree at the pool. (laughs) But I don't know. Ariana's got a great question. Mm-hmm. We'll go with the, the crazy possums. Those bitches, I still dream about those. Those man. things are horrifying. They are so, they're so cute until they open their mouth. When they open their mouths, it's a nightmare. And it's like, they it looks like they almost have like six rows of teeth and they just, they look like um, the predator. They are the predator. It's exactly <laughs> right. Hey, what's up, Ben? Um, Ariana, forgot to ask earlier, what were your worst jobs and what are your dream jobs? And she says, you're my favorite, Scott. You're our favorite, first off. Oh. Um, and I'll go first on this one. Mm-hmm. My worst job, <sighs> yeah, I'd say it was uh, Pizza Hut. I was a dishwasher boy. Mm-hmm. And I was garbage at it. I never washed anything. I'm going to be honest. I hope I don't get sued. But <clears throat> it was back in the day in the late 90s. Do y'all remember the Bigfoot pizzas from Pizza Hut? Yeah. Kind of like Little Caesars has one now. Yeah, they were humongous. They're like five feet long or something. They would bring them back to me hot after they cooked them. And I'd pick them up with the hot tongs and put them right back on the rack. (laughs) And everyone would burn their hands immediately when they grabbed them. Pan it comes out of the oven with? Yeah, the huge, but that'd be the sheet pan. They would think I'd washed them and they cooled. I'd put them straight out of the oven when they give them to me. They're still 400 degrees. They would drop them, walk off. I'd be like, okay, good. They're right back because it's not dirty. You know, they're they're putting, oh, baby. No. But it's scalding hot. No. 
and I'd be like, I don't it. know, the temperature's off on the dishwasher, guys. No, you're supposed to wash it, babe. <clears throat> what was your worst job? Um, I was not a big fan of waiting tables. I hated that fucking job. I mean, I it was like I liked it at times because of the money. It was quick cash, you know, but and some of the people were cool. And don't get me wrong, I love the food at Rafferty's because that's where I waited tables at. And food is delicious. It's just not the job for me. I just hated every second of the actual waiting tables job, which is funny because like my my first job was bagging groceries and then quickly a cashier at a Kroger in Texas, in Plano, Texas. But then um, also got a job at a vet clinic right next to the Kroger, um, like working in the kennel, cleaning out cages, scooping shit like that way more than waiting tables. Like I would rather clean up dog shit than wait tables. Oh, believe me, as your husband who loves you very much, <laughs> I would picture you as the world's worst waitress. Not as a, not as a person, but no. because you can't fake it. And if you can't <laughs> fake it as a waiter or waitress, you're not very good. You know, it's kind of the the requirement is to be yeah. able to put that fake bubbly. Oh yeah. I would just see you like, you know what, bitch? Shut up. I was just straight to like, hey. My name's Brooke. What do you want to drink? You're drinking too many drinks. I'm going to tell you right now. You, you're, yeah. You're asking too much. Or I would just bring like, if I could, was able to tell after bringing them their first like fucking Diet Coke or sweet tea that they were just one of those people, I would just bring them like three the next time and be like, here you go. <laughs> and like, it was a, like Rafferty's is one of those restaurants where like the really like good waiters are like sitting at your table with you and like chatting you up while they're taking your order and that just was not me at all and like i'm like i just i'm trying to just do my job and get the fuck out of here with you know the minimum i mean just with money like and i just like oh if you do all that you make more money i'm like do you though i don't know let me tell you this i was a waiter for a week at court street cafe in florence alabama when i was in college at the university of north alabama and I had been a chicken tender fryer first, which was actually a great job. I loved it. All I did was fucking dip the tenders, fry them up. Mm-hmm. Life was good. It was a part-time job. <clears throat> Decided I was going to try to be a waiter and make some pretty good money like a lot of my buddies did that were really good at it. And I was about four days in and we had the music fest for the week. I forget the name of it. It's like a jazz fest in Florence. <laughs> and I was waiting tables and the girls, of course, you know, I was friends with all the girl waitresses. Because uh, Uncle Randy's like that, goddamn. Yes, and keep going. So they come over to me late before we close. They're like, this old creepy guy's at the bar and his balls are hanging. Oh, out. no. And he knows his nuts are out. They're like hanging out the side of his shorts. He was like, he was like eh? 70 and eh? just letting his ball bag hang out just <laughs> like, to be gross to the waitresses. He knew it and they what? knew it. But nobody would see. Remember, this is late 90s. So that was his move? Like, yeah, he was just being creepy. It's like the most unattractive thing on a guy that's young and then pick an old guy it's oh, like yeah. penises are gross it, it, guys, balls are grosser off, though everything's gross <laughs> down there for guys it's not attractive it's not something that anyone wants to like ooh admire but what does he expect like oh can i put those in my mouth i don't know some guys think it's like tits and it's not tits no. are beautiful everyone will tell no you one that. wants Boobs to see are beautiful to everybody no one wants to see your groin cleavage or to see your bumpy <laughs> balls or your old weathered beanbag. So anyway, nobody would say anything to him. And the girls mm-hmm. were super uncomfortable. And I was like, fuck it. I'll say something to him. 
And I, I walked up and, you know, as tough as Uncle Randy is, I got closer. My nerve was because he was like the age of my grandpa. I was like, but he knows. So I walked up and I just dove in. I was like, sir, your balls are hanging out. I'm going to have to ask you to leave. And he got pissed, told my manager. My manager, of course, talked to me and was like, you're going back to frying tenders. I was like, that's probably best. Yeah, but what? So it was okay for him to just have his balls out? No, like, of course not. But then why I, the fuck? Do, it shouldn't have been your responsibility anyway. It should have been the manager. This was a different time. What though. fucking restaurant was this? Court Street Cafe. Best chicken tenders in Florence. All right, Court Street Cafe. Get your shit together. <clears throat> but yeah, I got put back on the tender line. Not allowed to have your balls out at the bar. No. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right, Dave has an interesting hazard. question. Uh-huh. If you had to swap co-hosts for a month with another show, who mm-hmm. would you choose? Uh, That's interesting. I'll let you go first. I think uh, if we swapped with like HT Noss, that'd be fun. <laughs> and then have like me and Duchess have a show. And then you and Wetsky. Or vice versa. You and Duchess do a show and me and Wetsky. Yeah, see, I was going to go, and that one fits perfectly. Absolutely. They're like fat. Or shit happens when you party naked. Or them could do that totally. Flippy floppy both ways, though. But you go. 100%. But I'm trying to think back. Who's been my favorite? Who do you think's been my favorite guest? You've been with me on all of our shows. Richard Tillman. Richard Tillman is a great guest. I would go to the ends of the earth for that man. I know. Oh, you know what, though? I'd want to, if I could do another show for a month, like have another co-host, I'd just want to go straight true crime. <laughs> so who would you, what, Jamie? Uh, or yeah, but she does a solo show or like Julia and Sam. I want to see that. Julia, Sam, where the fuck are you at? Where is the Brooke episode? <laughs> They're God still trying sakes. to, they just finished doing the bar. And yeah, that's true. yeah they got lots of shit going on. I'm not going to stress them out. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you, though, if I could do a show, I don't know if I could do it for a month, Dave, but let me pitch you on this. I would enjoy a show that is Uncle Randy, Tractor Larry and Skullfucker. Oh I'll probably God. be worn out after one or two episodes, <laughs> but I'm down to do one. That would be and I think it would be fucking glorious. That's on you, Dave, if you ever if you're ever interested in that. <laughs> that's perfect because you you have said before that when shane was on dave's show and it was like Skullfucker and tractor larry like yeah. it it just brought it to a whole new level and was so good so yeah, and amazing. then you said the you, yeah you've said that you wanted uncle randy and tractor larry to do a show mm-hmm. so i think that's brilliant and joby had a good question would you mm-hmm. rather have an unpickable wedgie or an unpickable booger I'll answer that first, goddamn, because that's easy. I'd rather have the unpickable wedgie. Mm-hmm. An unpickable booger is not acceptable in Uncle Randy's world. It, there is not one. I've blown my brains out before. I will snot rocket right now and blow everything I have. I've broke my own nose nearly blowing I, my nose. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I can't. If it, It's unbearable for me to have something like bothering me in my nose. And what like, do you guys think? I want to hear from y'all, too, that are in here. Unpickable yeah. Uh, booger or wedgie? That's a fantastic question. By it the way, is. That you never think about. No, it, it powerful, is powerful, Joe B. Um, I know we got a question on Facebook from Michelle. Did we get questions? Somebody. Yeah, I've got the list of questions. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. you got the one. I think there's ones from Instagram too. Yeah. 
right. This one, though, is funny. This is for both of us. Um, what's the worst thing that you can do to an ex-girlfriend after you've ended the relationship? Post nudes of her online. Ooh. That's... Uh, That's terrible. <laughs> uh, see, everybody's coming through saying the booger is the worst. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. No, I agree. Posting nudes or sharing personal information, that's terrible. But for me, like if I'm giving real advice, not just being funny, because these are one of the young guys um, that listen to Uncle Randy, I'd say, look, the worst thing you can do is hold a girl hostage or vice versa. When you're done with somebody, when you keep giving them hope, that's the worst thing you can do mm. to somebody. Okay, Cut I it, see. Fuck yeah. loose. If we're fucking around and shit, absolutely. Nudes, telling sex stories, those are still bad. But yes, I, I thought one. you meant like, okay, yeah, keeping a girl on the hook. Like, or a guy. It can go either way. Right. Like, if you break up with them, like, make sure you break up with them. Like, don't keep the door open a little bit. Because if you do that to a girl, then they're like, oh, he still wants to be with me, but you really don't. And you're just fucking with her head at that point. And that right there is what makes girls seem crazy. When you guys say girls are crazy, it's usually a two-way street there like you're 100 right about that yeah. usually there's a piece of that that the dude brings on himself mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. keeping some daylight open so if you're done slam that fucking doors all yep. this is from experience yes. like life experience yes learning the hard way if i could tell you something young man when you're done slam the fucking door let everybody heal and move the fuck and trying to yeah i mean it's whoops um it, yeah if you're done move on don't try and keep her on the back burner just just in case, because that's not good for either one of you. So just move it along. <laughs> Joe B said, drunk dialer and explain why you cheated. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's terrible. Just, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. Here's another young man. I'm telling you, Uncle Randy attracts the young guys. They need to know. Uh, dads, do a better job talking to your kids about sex, for one thing. Goddamn. Uh, what can I do to get more girls in high school? Oh, that's for you, baby. I mean, I was a girl in high school, but. Looking back on it now, let me tell you some differentiators, mm-hmm. all right, that can set you apart. You're grooming, all right? When you're in high school as a young mm-hmm. man, you're going through a lot of changes. You're a nasty bastard, okay? It's the truth. Um, you're Take, gross. Yes. You got, you got hair everywhere. Start grooming that shit early. Line up your facial hair. Line up the old pube bush. Keep it mowed fresh. You don't go clean when you're that young. You look ridiculous. No, yeah. You'll look like but you just haven't grown trimmed. them yet. <laughs> yes, keep it trimmed. Um, nice and tidy. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Do that. Don't be a complainer. Everyone hates complainers. Don't complain about your parents. Don't complain about your bullshit. Don't just whine about shit and act like you're the victim and that nothing is your fault. And yeah, that's a great point. And manners, politeness, and treat your mama nice. Oh, great, great answers, hundred percent. And the the manners thing is so far out the door now that you will be a white mm-hmm. knight in no time. Hold the door for somebody. Holy shit! And call her when is you're when you're one? in high school. If you actually are like pick up like dial the number to call her and tell her you're coming over. It might freak her out at first, but it'll set you apart from other guys. Well, that's a great question that's coming up next. So I want to dive into that piece because they were asking, what do you think about playing hard to get? 
and that's the question. Um, oh, I mean, I mean that's usually something you do when you're young, right? Like, uh, I think it but, just it, it's something that you yeah that you do when you're younger because you don't you don't know necessarily what you want for sure. When you get to be in your thirties, yeah, squash that shit and just be direct. But when you're younger, I mean, it is what it is. I don't know. It, it depends on what exactly you're talking about when you say I'm playing games. Like, don't lead anybody on and try and fuck with anybody's emotions and make them think that you like them when you really don't and that kind of thing. It's But if you're just, you know. Yeah, you got to know that, I mean, yeah. nowadays is so different than when we were young because you got way too much shit to worry about now with all your, you know, you just need to be focusing a on paper the, trail the, for the everything. Con, the consent, <laughs> keeping your dick pics in your in your mind and not in your phone, and definitely not sent to other girls. No. Don't don't have asking them for tit pics. None of that. You need to worry about that. The rest of the shit is secondary. Yeah. So I wouldn't add any other pressure of like playing hard to yeah. get or anything. Um, just be yourself, goddamn. Yeah. You're gonna find uh, the right one. You're gonna fuck around with all kind of people in high school. It's not gonna matter. High school is <laughs> not the fucking end all be all no. that you think it is. I know it feels like it, but it's not. Yeah, don't get too stressed out about finding like the perfect girl, or the perfect guy in high school because it. You shouldn't be looking for your forever person necessarily in high school, anyways. It happens, but very rarely does it last forever, and. It's more like learning and just make sure you don't do anything like you just stay true to yourself and don't do anything that you would be ashamed of or that will come back to haunt you or that you'll regret, you know? So that means keep it all out of your phone, goddamn, because that's forever. Everything yeah. you put in that device... Just so you're ready and prepared is going to stay there forever. Yeah, so and just think, don't uh, think about that. Don't be a shitty person. <laughs> I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have one. I'm just telling you, kids, you young guys. I'd be like, Mom, Dad, send that shit back. I'm cool. Give me a pager. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Old school pager. I don't want a phone. No. You're too. Uh, you're too on the hook. All right. Um, dangerous. This one's for you because I'm terrible about this. Mm. Um, and I guess they listened to the show because they were saying, uh, Brooke and Randall, how can you get yourself to have the strength to tell people no when you mean no? So clearly they're saying they're like me and uh, will leave the door. It's hard for them to tell people no. So I'm out. Well, you can question. be like Randall and tell them that Brooke said no. <laughs> that is my go-to now. And that people accept it. It shows me uh -huh. that people are willing to hear no, but uh -huh. I'll say yes and try to make everybody Look, happy. The bottom line is, if you can't do it or you don't, and, and I'm guilty of taking on too much like at work for many, 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 many years. And I've just, and I mean, I've worked for the same company for almost 14 years and have just now within the past several years gotten to the point where I can be like, no, I don't have, there's not enough room on my plate for this. I can't do it. Let's find another way, whatever. And, but that's a whole different Brooke <laughs> um, but like personal life stuff I mean if you if you truly can't do it or don't want to do it or just know then don't play the well yeah I think maybe sh yeah sure because then you end up getting yourself into a pickle where you in your head 
you're like, no, we're not doing that. But with your words, you've told the person that, yes, you're doing it and you don't even realize it. Like you just have to think about it from that angle. Like you're making yourself <laughs> look like a <laughs> shitty person when you end up backing out or you're <laughs> overloading yourself. Dave just said, I'm stone cold, and that's the bottom line. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave. So um, he's coming to stone cold. But right. yeah, you just you end up fucking over yourself, and if you don't, just learn to say no. And you got to just, Randall's just learned the hard way. You're damn right I have. Uh, here's another question. Uh, Brooke and Randall, how can I know who I am and know what my passion is going to be in life? Um, that's like what is the meaning of life yeah, question I'll, I'll start this out first off to know who you are that's pretty easy for me and this is going to be a little deep for some of you sons of bitches so Uncle Randy's going to lay it on goddamn. you need to pay attention write this shit down if you want to know who you are easiest way to figure that shit out is look at how you treat people goddamn. if you treat people good that'll, that'll be a direct reflection that's going to be the easiest way to see who you are because for me especially and this is just Uncle Randy speaking when I want to check myself and I think about how I treated somebody and I know immediately if you're honest with yourself, you'll always be able to correct it. I know when I treat people bad, I feel like dog shit and it's clear. Everyone around me knows it. Brooke knows when I've treated somebody bad because it's going to weigh on me for a while. Yeah. So I would say take a look at how you treat people. Goddamn. Mm -hmm. You don't need the goddamn at the end of it. Goddamn. I quit. All right, so how do you know your purpose or passion? It's, uh, that's a really that's the difficult question. That is right? the ultimate Anybody, question. Anybody uh, listening know? What would you say? How does someone find their passion? Dave, Dave, Joe B. You just got to keep trying Michelle, how do you know different your passion? shit until you find something you like. And then you're not always going to be able to do for your career what you're passionate about. But even if you aren't, you got you can find something that is a component of your job or your career that you are and just kind of try and grow that into or a hobby yeah or a hobby like i mean we've got tons of shit that we love to do but it's all just about trying new things you got to be open to trying new things and for sure not stay in your comfortable box you got to be able to you know just say yes more to doing <coughs> Yeah, and life's not going to be like Instagram and <laughs> your favorite uh, motivational quotes and uh, chase your dream at all costs. Throw it. I mean, you can do that if you want, goddamn. But uh, if you got kids, you got a family, or you got a spouse, and you got bills, that you can't fool yourself and think that that's. It sounds good, you know, when everyone tells you, if it's what you want, go live in your car and do it. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, I can't agree with that. I mean, if you got responsibilities, you got to do that too. Uh, Ariana says, trial and error. Stretch your comfort zone. Exactly. Don't be afraid of embarrassment or mistakes. She's right, absolutely. Learn mm -hmm. how to laugh at yourself. Huge. Ariana, if you want to be a co-host, uh, you've already proven yourself. <laughs> and uh, would love to have you. She's awesome. She's got the fucking, jeez Louise. The... She's an old soul. Well, but she's got the like third shift, like nursing shift a lot. Yeah. It's just hardcore and you're a badass. Dave said, try every object you can find around the house and see what fits best. <laughs> there Perfect. he is, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. That is the man brain. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, 
what was one of the other questions that we had? Oh, this one that came in. Brooke and Randall, who's the funnier of you guys? <laughs> Obviously, Randall. Not, I mean, for me, my kind of funny, it would be you, so we can just exchange hand jobs here. Because <laughs> I find your, your mean streak funny to me because it throws people off guard. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it all the time with like uh, Larry from Drinks with Larry, our good friend, how he's terrified of you. I love that. <laughs> he's not terrified. Larry, I love you. <clears throat> Don't be scared. Yeah, to me, it's, it's <laughs> hilarious. But it's, you know, comedy is subjective. So it's up to you. It, well, that's exactly right. And But I think for the masses, and obviously, you're the bigger character. Personality, sure. Personality between the two of us. And I'm, body. I'm a little bit more body. subtle. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely a total silly goose most 100%. of the time. But... Oh, you're way less serious about everything in life than me. <laughs> everything. People would be blown away. It's such a reversal. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing bothers you. Everything bothers me. But if you yes. look at our personas, it's, people On, think the opposite. Yes, that's exactly, you nailed it right there. Yep. <clears throat> so. But you're the face of the show, baby. You're carrying... I'm the beard of the show is what it is. By the way, (laughs) I want to make an announcement here. Um, uh, Some of you know I did get my first uh, official love request, we believe. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. A a rogue uh, fan uh, wrote in and uh, basically asked me to meet up so they could murder me. And wear your skin? Ooh. What? Chris Coggins had a great question. All right, Chris, we'll answer oh, in just a Coggins. second. Um, yeah, they did. Uh, but yes, it was uh, I'm both honored and horrified. Uh, hey, baby, I thought it was hilarious. You were like, this, should I be freaked out? I'm like, no, just relax. <laughs> <coughs> it's funny. No, it is funny. But uh, Chris Coggins wants to know, Uncle Randy, how do you handle a micromanager in the workplace? Mm, bye. Holy dog shit, yeah. yes. Randall does not handle I that. I do not do well with that, uh, Chris. You know and that. Nor do I. Neither one of it's us probably do. my pet peeve. I think it's the number one way that people can ruin good employees uh-huh. is yeah. to, <laughs> Michelle said, I can't wait for you to meet him, the guy that, <laughs> that wants to wear my skin. Yep. Um, now, Chris, I'm telling you, man, if you... I think that's the way to run off good employees. Mm-hmm. It's the best way to make people leave and demoralize everybody. Yeah, demoralize your team. If the, I mean, if you're if it's a crew of adults, grown people, yeah, you, you got to treat them that way. When people don't treat me like an adult, goddamn, I shut the fuck down and probably yeah. tell you to kick rocks. And um, but if you want to keep your job, which I'm sure you know you would want to, um. There's delicate ways to approach it. You got to find a way to show them the light that that's the wrong way. You know what I mean? Kind of try to steer them. Uh, If you can, I've done that before with some bosses to kind of steer them toward. Right. Be like, hey, bro, I don't need you up my ass every second. When you're killing this team. Give me a little bit of slack and let me prove to you that. I can do this without you breathing down my neck and we'll be golden. Well, yeah. And when you do breathe down my neck, you know what? You're going to get worse results. It's going to be worse. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like if you're not breathing down my neck, let's just try that out. And then you'll see that it's better because yeah, I, and I've been so lucky, like the almost 14 years I've been with this company that you've always had had many different bosses and they've all been so great. And it's not, 
it's very rare that that happens. I mean, everybody that I work with has that one like nightmare boss that they've had. And it's literally from beginning to current and all the ones in between. Like I've been super lucky and nobody's been a micromanager really. And in there's some that would had moments where I'd be like, back off please and let me do my shit and they were fine with that what are you doing i'm looking at these questions um did we have more on that i know we had one from michelle on facebook which was kind of funny yeah we can go ahead and do hers uh, if you want and then i've got one more and then we can be done oh well now i've got to find it I think it was something about how can I trick it someone was, yep. into marrying me. How can I me? trick someone into marrying me? My mom refuses to answer this because I won't stop wording it that way. <laughs> um, you've got to use padded bras. And <laughs> First off, where, where are you going? Michelle, I, I, it's, it's hard for most people to think about, I mean, you would think that I guess it shows how hard it is to be single now, which is, is why me and you are glad we're not because yeah. it would seem like everybody could easily find somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Especially Michelle. She's talented. She's funny. She can actually sing. I'm yeah. like Uncle Randy. She's like, pretty. There's, there's hey, that guy from that big uh, karaoke oh, show. He loved you, Michelle. He wants Did to holla. Listen? Yeah, go listen to the car karaoke episode of the uh, karaoke biggie podcast. Yeah, boom. He wants to he get wa- it on. He wants... Uh, a taste of the Michelle. He did like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember his name. He was funny and he was mm-hmm. very nice. He was very respectful, but he did uh, yeah. take a hankering. He's like, you. can Is I just say right she's way? pretty? She's pretty. She's really pretty. And I like her voice. And she's pretty. <laughs> oh, shit. Heather, Heather here from Zero Fucks Given. Shout out to, uh, to Zero Fucks Given. What that up, is Heather? a great uh, female show. All female hosts and they kick ass and they're awesome chicks yep. or ladies. She had a question. Since you're married as fuck, how often do you fuck? Now we've answered this many times. <laughs> yeah, and, but and, I mean, most of the time, it's hopefully at everyone believes us at this point. <laughs> but I think at first they're like, whatever. But it's a lot. I mean, it's... A minimum of like, it's like five to seven times a week <clears throat> minimum. And then... I was going to say five. Five. Yeah. But then like the other day, it was like three times in one day. Yeah. I mean, Within a 24 ha- hours, it was like, like it's true. Yeah, we're rascals. Uh, and I hate, I don't want to sound, you know, so bragged. And it's luckily why it works. But so like, much yeah, not us. last night. And I just went to sleep. I don't know what happened. Oh, you recorded with Joe B, and I was like, night night. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have a night off every now and again, but it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty rascally. I love it, and I feel like Heather's very similar in her marriage. Yeah, I see a lot of her stuff. She's very. Uh, in love, supportive uh, wife, and I dig mm-hmm. that. So it sounds like she's it doing is, well. It uh, is. We well, we just we both agree that it is the foundation of having a has to be happy, healthy marriage because that's part of being connected. And yeah, yeah, it's just it's got to be there. It has to be one of your pillars, which is why we like having uh, lubricant sponsors. <laughs> it is great. It just worked <laughs> out. Heather said, yes, 18 years, we're the same way. Aww, 18 oh, there's years. Uh, my sister D said, I'm glad I learned this about you. Well, you're welcome, sister. <laughs> you know that, Shit, uh, you know, your older brother loves ski to fuck ski. She and probably does it's, it's know my, that already. It's my wife. I know. 
It's genetic. But yeah, we we uh, we bang it out. Yes, I I imagine you bang Brian the same way that I bang Brooke. D. Oh Lord, this is my sister D. She is a uh, your baby a sister. Giant. She's not a um, giant. She's a, a very imposing woman. She's a very pretty girl, but she is a bigger person. She's tall. And she will murder you. And yeah, she has calves just like me, just, just bigger than basketballs. And so uh, I wouldn't try her. Oh no, she could. Yeah, she's funny as shit. She'd kick my, my ass yeah. for sure if she wanted to, but. Yeah, y'all see her down there, Deidre Fowler. Find her on all the socials and follow her. She's finally starting to put out some of her videos again that are ridiculous. <laughs> she was like the Vine shit for a minute when Vines were bit. Wasn't that what they she were called? She was doing Vines. Yeah, she did a bunch of and then yeah, Vines and then she went under. No, Vines doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Deidre said, I will fuck people up. <laughs> I yes. never would. See, she's just like me. She, she wants you to think she would by how she... Uh-huh appears because she's a big strong girl but never would but then she'll come rescue you in the ambulance (laughs) yeah but follow her she's funny as shit i want to have her on we actually talked about it um sometime getting her on to do another episode we tried once and the audio was so shitty we were so new Um, i think it kept yeah i kept cutting out but if we never get her in studio now that we have access and a third mic we could actually have a good show with her yeah absolutely All right, so do we answer a Michelle's question about uh, how to trick somebody? But if you have to trick somebody, what a garbage, you know? It must be slim pickings out there. I don't know what's going on in Iowa that you can't <laughs> find. Um, I wonder where the I guy is. that from... is Iowa. She is from Iowa. Mm-hmm. You don't know anyone from Iowa except for American pickers, or I don't. Mm-mm. The guy from American uh, Pickers. Plunge, the Plunge? Oh, no, and Ashton Kutcher. He's from Iowa. He doesn't yeah. live there now. No. Um, but d- the plunge, aren't they in some weird state like that? They're up in New Hampshire area because they drive to New Hampshire. Oh, okay. I thought they were in like Idaho or something. Yeah. Utaho. <laughs> Dee says she's not as big of a fat fuck anymore. <laughs> she's not. She's lost a shit ton no. of weight. You look Dee great. Looks I've fucking told her. Great. Um, she's done it with uh, crack methamphetamine <laughs> and Newport cigarettes. And she highly recommends that <laughs> diet to everyone. She's down 62 pounds from the Newports and methamphetamine <laughs> Newport. diet. Everyone look that up. Not key, fuck keto, Newports mm-hmm. and methamphetamines. Mm-hmm. It'll do it every time. Your teeth might suffer, yeah. but you look great everywhere else. Um, yeah, <laughs> same so, pickings here in the cornfields. Oh, sorry, Michelle. Yeah, I don't know where guy the guy from the other... Uh, karaoke biggie podcast is but he was digging you yeah she said she read that and saw that (laughs) which is uh really cool but uh, i guess we can uh we'll wrap up with a couple of reminders remember august 29th is the semi-final podcast of the round table if you've ever watched one or if we've ever needed a crowd to come out and really Fuck with these contestants' <laughs> heads and make them nervous. It's we this don't one. see all the comments though. I know, but we need people in there making this a fucking a big experience. Yeah, because we're gonna get our first finalists out of it. Yep. Uh, I want to put on a good show for uh, Dan, who's being nice enough to uh, judge it for us. And the Drinking Bros, shout out to their podcast, Drinking Bros Podcast. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out if you get the chance. Um, what else? Then we've got. Of course, uh, Kristen Beck coming on September 22nd with Joe, with B. Joe B. 
And then we have the episode everyone's looking forward to, <laughs> the female empowerment episode. Yep. We got fucking uh, Heather from Zero Fucks Given. We got Michelle. We got Duchess. And we got Brooke. And John Buchanan is going to be the host of that episode. The girls, girls, girls episode. I'm going to sit it out. Just imagine what John Buchanan is going to come up with for questions it's for you It's going to be fucking bananas. Yeah. So I don't know uh, what they're going to come up with uh, for you guys, but. I know it'll be a great episode. I can't wait to uh, hear it, but I'm, probably won't be as gay as guy. No, John was very. Ho- and if you listen to the last episode of podcast, it might be table, though. I said, uh, John might, has described know. that episode as highly gay. Those are his words, <laughs> John Buchanan. It turned. It did take a weird turn toward dicks. It, was it did. So funny. At we, question number two, it was right straight to dicks, almost right out of the gate. Yeah, just it was the fucking greatest i was i laughed so damn hard <laughs> in that Clearly, episode i want to ask the people that are still here by the way if you want to chime in on this especially dave because dave loves to talk about uh, all the fuckery in life <laughs> was i wrong or an idiot to not have thought it out when i asked if you were a superhero who your sidekick <laughs> would be should I have known everyone was going to fuck their sidekick? Because I never have. once thought that these all these guys were going to fuck their sidekicks first. I think you should have I never known. thought of it. Not one time. Yeah. Am I an idiot? I just, I thought that's where you were going with it. I thought that was your intention was to kind of like, who wants to fuck who? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really, who would you pick as your, uh, you know, your Who's going to make the other person their bitch? But every guy, it just shows you how you know, twenty percent of every guy is gay at least. Every guy, period. Every straight guy is at least twenty percent gay. Is what? Yeah. Yeah. See, Michelle agrees. It was a strange sexual chain reaction. It was. It was straight up reaction. And then it was just continued through the whole. It was so funny. I don't so funny. know if John fucked his sidekick or if he may have been peer pressured into pretending he fucked, but he hated it. He, he was so stressed out about that. He was like, what is happening? Adam, Larry, and Almy especially they, had they, no problem no. fucking their side. They kids. leaned right Zero into it. Zero yeah. problems. And Larry had the, like, their butts had to touch to activate their superpowers. <laughs> and Larry and John. Larry killed it with that question. Dave is only 19% gay. Okay. Uh, that's fair, fair enough. Dave. Fair that's, enough. We, we'll round up still, though. It makes it 20 yeah, but so, Dave, do you think, was I dumb? Should I have known that they were all going to fuck their sidekicks? <laughs> yes or no? I'm interested in, I've got to know what Dave feels about this question before you we sign off. to know, Dave. Fuck. Should I have anticipated that each of my contestants were going to first fuck I don't know why my answer isn't good enough for side- you. I believe you. I'm just wondering what Dave thinks. Because <laughs> so far, everyone agrees with you that, yeah. yes, no one has been like, no. You would think they would try to answer it differently. <laughs> I don't know if Dave's... Uh, he is in Australia. Yes, I should okay. have known yes, that they were going to fuck their sidekicks. I don't know what right. you expected, baby. Um, <laughs> see, Ariana agrees with me. Yes. Joe B, Poor ambiguously sweet. gay duo was all he thought about. That's And that's exactly what yeah, I said. you and Joe B are the same Yeah, on during the episode, I think I even said something about the ambiguously gay duo, because like, that's immediately where it went, and I was like, that's what I think of also. Um, poor, sweet, innocent Randall. And, and Ariana. <laughs> I love oh, it. And, 
She agrees. <laughs> I, I swear I had no expectation of that. Sweet baby angel. Which is so funny that it went so dark <laughs> to the dark arts. <laughs> I like what she said, though. Do not fuck business partners. Exactly. Why would you do? You're ruining your business relationship. There's a lot of spandex involved. <sighs> bulges. That's where I expected the funniest parts of it to be. And no one really went there much was the outfits. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, what would you wear? What would you make your sidekick wear? And that's kind of where it takes the gay turn, too, is like also incorporating like what do you what? outfit are you going to dress him up in? <laughs> but instead of really describing that, they're just like, yeah, and then my dick's in their butt. <laughs> exactly. And chili nips. Yeah, but I enjoyed that. What did you think of not uh, competing for once and just getting to sit back wonderful. and enjoy it? Did you enjoy getting to watch it and not have to answer? I loved every second of it. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I also, though, there was times where I was like, damn, I wish I, I had a chance to answer this one. Because, of course, when I'm not on the hot seat, I had all kind of shit in my head. Like, oh, I could answer it like this, 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 this. But when I'm in the hot seat, it's like crickets. Oh, sure. Well, that's the hard the part of the show, right? Yeah. Like, that's the toughest it's so part hard. is the... Yeah. The sweat part of it where you like, and you, for me, you're a prime example of it because yeah. the very first question of the episode you won, you shit your pants. No, I went completely blank. You went so, and I felt so bad and I'm, I'm husband blank. over here, but I'm host too. I yeah. didn't, I, no one could help you. No. I thought it was a great show for other people that watch the show and that want to compete. Mm-hmm that you can come out the gate and really throw a turd down because <laughs> it could not have been anywhere. You were so blank. Uh-huh. And the answer was so odd, but everyone's been there, right? When someone's yeah. asked you something, you cannot think of shit. No, and that's every every podcast of the roundtable. <laughs> I go through that about half the questions. <laughs> it, it's awful. It's so like, I, and I know it's good for me to keep doing it. Oh, Absolutely. But it is so out of my comfort zone as far as like just being able to come up with shit like off the top of my head. Like Almy and Adam and Jody B are fucking made for this shit. Oh, That's yeah. just their wheelhouse. And it's a it's a struggle for me for sure. But I'm I'm happy I won uh, episode four and I am excited about the semifinal and because I love all the guys that are in it. Absolutely. So it's going to be fun for sure. Um, I think, but getting to sit back and just like help ask the questions was just a big relief. <laughs> it yeah. was nice. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm actually really uh, looking forward to uh, what Dave brings to the table this time. What? What? Who knows? It's such a wild card with Dave. You never know. And what Jody B is going to do. He's talking all this stuff on Twitter about characters. Mm. Who knows? And I'm, you, know, you hear me all saying it right here, right now. Everybody can bring whatever the fuck they want this time. This is free reign. There's going to be no fuckery. Uh, Dan will pick the winner. So What if I came in character? That's so out of sorts for me. If you were anti-Randy. Or if I was just like the Little Mermaid. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it would hold this. It might, I think it would be no. great. <laughs> I was just a completely different person. <laughs> or just be sitting there smoking cigarettes the whole show. <laughs> Talking shit. Who knows? Yeah, so we'll see. All right, well, I guess we'll uh, head out. We're right here in an hour. Perfect time. This was a blast. Uh, I had a fun. Thank you to all the fun. people that hung out with us. Everybody was so interactive. Asked uh, questions. And uh, 
can't fucking wait and look forward to that uh, civilized creatures hopefully tomorrow night where we'll be introducing uh, Michelle and oh. DJ and Beth to awesome. the civilized creatures uh, that'll be the first listeners. time talking to them like in on real camera. life mm-hmm. and not just reading messages on the internet yes. <laughs> or talking to each other over podcasts which is how we've done with a lot of our podcast friends for a long time. <laughs> Dave said, me. let's all be Disney princesses. I say <gasps> you and Dave do it. Dave, Dave that's I a great you. idea, actually. I, I support it. I'll even be one. <laughs> I'll dress up as one, damn it. Because we are on video. No one's thought of that. Could your outfit affect the judge? If I came in a seashell bra, I bet it could. <laughs> I wonder. No, that's a legitimate question. I've really, Dave, I've never thought hey, about that. We got the... the <laughs> What yeah. Gunner calls Griffin's boobs, where he got that coconut yeah. bra. I could just wear that coconut bra. Let's I've see got if that I win. Huge Tyrannosaurus <laughs> Rex that blows up around me with the little. You window. would be miserable, and it would make too I much would. noise. It would be terrible. That and it would work. It would be too noisy. It's a good thought, but it would be too noisy yeah, for podcast. <laughs> Way too noisy. But Dave, like, that makes a that makes a good point. I wonder if that could affect. Mm-hmm. What if uh, I came? What if appearance? I wore? What if I wore my Lady Gaga costume from... <laughs> you got to think about it. There is where you have the biggest advantage over the three... I know, but I'm not... Um, you know, you're way more attractive than the three guys that you are competing with <laughs> by a million. I think they would all agree. Says my husband, but... <clears throat> yeah, but I mean, I think the whole world would agree that you're going to... You could put them to shame accentuating your uh, but dave does have nice tits he does show his tits a lot <laughs> on titty not time afraid titty talk dave has a great set of tits so yeah dave i'm gonna need it, to dave. see your your coconut or seashell bra too i've got i've got a coconut bra that i might wear on the semifinal. Yep, maybe we'll see <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody well we will uh holler at you guys later and remember to uh always uh go fuck yourself yeah yeah